So the first time I'm like, okay, then we didn't see the money. I'm like, they haven't paid back the money. He's like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and so that was tough. And then it happened again. It was started to re, and then what would happen? Our emergency savings would be depleted. And, and so I was having issues with that because one, we were still trying to figure out, you know, our finances and it just wasn't working. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Lending money to friends and family can be a tough situation, no matter how objective you think you are or want to be, emotions can run high. As you just heard with Jen, she and her husband weren't seeing eye to eye on how they could help their loved ones. I totally get it. We've been there ourselves. And maybe you've gone through that situation too. Or with how things are going with COVID-19 and families being affected by these closings, some of your family and close friends will need some help soon, including financial. Now, most of us, we want to help. And if we have the means, we do. However, there are times when things are a bit more messier. What if you want to help, but you're just finding your own financial footing? What if you have a relative who keeps on having problems with their finances, where you're constantly bailing them out? These are the type of situations where we tend to stress over and sometimes get into arguments Family and money can put a strain on your marriage, which is why I'm happy Jen Hemphill is here on the show. She's an accredited financial counselor, author, and the host of the fantastic podcast, Her Dinero Matters. In this episode, we're going to get into how to decide whether lending loved ones money is really helping them or enabling them, ways you can assist them without loaning money, and how to work out a loan with less stress on both sides. I'll also have a special announcement later when we wrap things up. All right, let's get started. Well, this was actually a really a big hiccup. This is where we, like in Spanish, chocamos, we came to uh, butted heads in English, I guess that's how it goes, uh, very early on in our marriage. And I didn't know how to handle this because I was the one managing the money. And it, it was hard for me, especially where early, you know, this is early stages in our marriage. So we're still trying to get to know each other. We're trying to be flexible, supporting each other, yet here we are. We're not making that much money. We just started military life, uh, PCSing, we're living in New Mexico, and we had steady income, but yet we had student loans, we had a car loan, that type of thing. And so when he approached me, well, you know, my family, I won't, I won't go into, I'll just say family and need some money. And granted, we had been saving for an emergency savings. And I'm like, okay, all right, so I'm going to pause for a second because I want to talk to you about this a little bit more. The first thing is I want to know what would you do in that situation? 
you just have your savings created, you're trying to work on your goals, and a family member needs help. How would you handle it? And then the second question is, when giving money to family, do you do it as a loan? Or do you not expect it to be returned? Now, for you, the answer may be very obvious one way or the other. But many couples, including Jen and her husband, soon discover that their definition of helping family wasn't quite lined up as they thought it was. And in my, I'm thinking, well, this is, ju- I didn't think this was going to be a recurring thing. So I'm like, okay, we can help them. And I felt good. Hey, we can help them. But in my brain, when you borrow money, my understanding of my borrowing was you give it back. And his brain and lending money is you give money without expectations of giving it back. So that was the first thing that we had different interpretations, a different way of lending, quote unquote, money to family. And for many couples, this is a conversation they don't have until a loved one, whether it's family or a close friend, asks for money. And as you can see, it can have a real effect on your marriage and on your finances. So if the two of you haven't already It would be a smart move to maybe run through some what-if scenarios. What if you had a friend or one of their relatives needed money for an emergency? Would you give that money and expect it at some point to be paid back? Or are you giving it and if it gets paid back, that would be nice, but it's not required. And if you do loan out money, where do you feel comfortable? Where's that line? How much and how long? Having these questions before the issue comes up can also take a bit of the emotion out because you're dealing with a scenario versus a real life person who you have a connection with and who you feel strongly about helping out with. And by having these conversations before the situation comes up, you have a better idea of what each other expects and you can come up with a plan that respects both of you in terms of how you're going to help out that relative. So that's one situation, one step that you can take to prepare for this scenario of maybe loaning or lending money to a family. But there's also some tricky situations that you have to deal with. Perhaps You're like Jen, where at that point she was in the process with her husband, saving up some money, getting that financial cushion set up. Or maybe you're in the middle of paying off some high interest debt and you have some goals like starting a family or buying a house. Loaning money in those situations can be tricky because you're going to be needing that money in the near future. Or what if you have a relative who has repeated emergencies? How do you decide what's the best course? Again, one of the best things that you can do is have conversations first between the two of you and then checking in with your loved one. Some questions to talk about is, first of all, are you in a financial position to help out? You very well may want to help out your loved one, but the timing is off. You don't have the financial means to help them out, but there are other ways you can assist them. Don't worry about that. The second thing to talk about is, is this a genuine emergency? Or has this happened over and over again? Jen had to deal with this situation 
with one of her relatives. How I have approached it, because as you know, I'm a financial counselor or an accredited financial counselor. I have approached it with the way of, especially with some family members, not all because some are not as receptive, but others, especially some of the younger that I feel like can have a more of an impact on is just because with them, I feel like I am enabling them because of the situation. And I want to explain the dynamics of it, but I've always approached it. Okay, here. Here's here's the deal. Uh, I'm happy to help, or we're happy to help. But why don't we do this? Because what I'm seeing is this is repeating itself. And wouldn't you want this to stop? You know, the repeating itself. What you know? What if you set yourself up for success? And I can help you with that. And I'm not charging them, but I want to make sure that they set themselves up. Unexpected things can and happen to all of us at one time or another. But I do think that having these conversations, making sure that this is not an issue that's bigger than the one-time emergency is absolutely critical. You don't want this situation where you're helping out family or friends to be a wedge in your marriage. You don't want to have resentment between the two of you, whoever side that is, whether it's their relatives or yours or close family members. And then, of course, with that relationship with the loved one, you do want to genuinely help them out. You don't want to enable them because then that cycle most likely will not be broken. And then you'll have this added stress on your marriage. Now, what if you two have talked about this over and you've talked to your loved one and you decided that lending money isn't something you can do for whatever reason? No worries. There are ways that you can assist them. For one thing is you may decide to give them a gift. Instead of loaning them money, set aside an amount that you're comfortable not seeing again and won't harm your finances and give it as a gift. You can also offer to work with them on getting a plan set up. So for me personally, I would offer them some look at their budget and their finances and suggestions. I think uh, emotional support is good. Or uh, if you're there in person, uh, let uh, you know support them in how you can. That's maybe not directly financially. So like let's say their car broke down and they have no way to get to work. Maybe support them in that way and taking them to work. Things of that sort. There's different ways that I think you can support them that yeah, it is kind of, it is financially related if you know, gas money, that type of thing, but it's not, I guess, directly uh, related, but I think you can come up because I think it is, it's a family's family. And, and I believe you, you need to support them. And, uh, but I also believe that there are ways that you can support them and, and not have it be directly coming out of your pocket. And finally, another way that you can help them is connecting them with resources. Perhaps this is going to be a bigger or more long-term issue that they're dealing with. And so connecting them with resources, maybe even giving them a ride there for those appointments would be a huge help. Now let's look at the other side. Let's say the two of you have sat down and you are in a situation where you can and you want to loan your family or close friend some money. There are ways to make it less stressful for all of you. So I always like to set up the expectations, right? So of how, because I think that's essential because that is communication, right? When you're setting up the expectations, they know what to expect. And every family is going to be different. You're going to decide what works or makes sense for you. But being open with the timetable and payments can minimize hurt feelings. And if you can, make sure that you write this down. 
once you've come up with a solution that you're both happy with, having something that you can reference makes it easier because then you're not blaming each other. You're just looking at this document and you might be saying, this is really formal. Do we have to have this? You don't have to have this, but this is a method that's worked for a lot of families. You're being clear about expectations. Now, I'm not going to say that this will happen to you, but I've heard of certain situations where people will say, oh, pay us back when you can. And then on social media sometime later, the person that they loaned money to went on a vacation, but they still haven't gotten their money back. And it could be for a variety of reasons, but I'm not going to get into that particular point. I just want to emphasize In your mind, you may feel that this is what this means, but if you have something clear, something that you've written down, it's easier to be more objective. A final solution that Jen and her family uses, I think is fantastic when it comes to lending money to family, is incorporating it into their budgets and savings plan. Over the time, we decided, well, we can set money aside on a monthly basis, we separate it in a separate account. I'm such a big proponent of separate accounts. And that's the pot of money that if and when, uh, because it has happened, uh, there's a need, I don't feel, I I don't feel bad giving, this time is giving the money because it doesn't interfere with our bills or other expenses or what we want, you know, we're trying to achieve. So that's what over time we have been able to do. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode and talking with Jen. The first is establish expectations and boundaries now for how and when you're going to lend or give money to family and friends. You might have an idea that you're comfortable with, but does it match your spouse? You may be surprised that you are not on the same page. So talking about it now, making the what if scenarios can take the emotional component out of it and allow you to be objective with the plan going forward that works for both of you. The second, and this is important when you're dealing with so many emotions, is you don't wanna let anyone guilt you for how you decide to help out. Whether you decide to loan money or not, that's between you and your spouse. And how you decide to help, that's personal. Making decisions out of guilt is a recipe for stress and in some relationships, disaster. And finally, your money tip for this week is to start a do-good fund. We've mentioned before having dedicated savings account. I love this idea with Jen that she and her husband established a savings account just for loaning or helping out family. So if you guys can set aside, even if it's a small amount each month, that way if the situation comes up, you can help them out without harming your own finances. I hope these tips make the conversations about lending to loved ones a lot easier. Special thanks to Jen for being a part of the show. If you want to learn more or work with her, you can visit her at jenhemphill.com or catch her podcast, Her Dinero Matters, on Himalaya. I'll include links to both in the show notes as well as resources to make it easier to manage your money. 
And I also want to take a minute to let you know that today and tomorrow during lunch, 12 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be doing two live Q&A sessions on our YouTube channel about how you can reset and reconfigure your finances to weather out this mess. With many staying at home and remote work being the default, now is a chance to get something set up with your money so that you're on firmer ground. If you're already a member of our community, you can send in your questions that way. Just hit reply to the email I just sent this week, or you can join us live on youtube.com slash couple money and be a part of the chat there. I'd love for you to join us. Speaking of taking care of important financial business, next week on the podcast, Allison Cade from Fabric will be on to talk about what you need to do and know about making a will. I want to make sure that you're prepared for the unexpected. So make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much. I appreciate the support. And the reason I'm doing these Q&A sessions is because I want to make sure that you have a good handle with your money. So if you have any questions, ideas, or stories that you want to share, please let me know. You can tag me on social media at Couple Money, or like I mentioned before, join the community couplemoney.com slash join. You have access to some free courses there, as well as the ability to ask questions to me directly. I read all the emails. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. <laughs>